Welcome to another dumb podcast. These guys are idiots. Another dumb podcast. No, I like it. It's just not dumb. It's called another dumb podcast. That makes sense. It's never too early to learn that the government is a greedy piglet that suckles on a taxpayer's teat until they have sore, chapped nipples. Hey, Dwight, what about vaccines? Vaccines are for chumps. My mom didn't believe in vaccines. I got my smallpox the old-fashioned way, and I survived. So, joke's on you, hospitals that time of year, and according to a study done by the University of Arizona, they discovered that your keyboards have hundreds of times more bacteria per square inch than a toilet seat. I heard your mama has more bacteria per square inch than a toilet seat. That's true, that's true, I dated her mama. And you know what? One of the simplest ways to cut down on the spread of germs is to use something called the vampire cough. Did you say vampire? Oh, no, it's just that if a vampire had to cough, he would do it like this. Uh-huh, right. And ruin their cloaks. Do you have any idea how expensive wool is in Transylvania? Because of the euro. Well, other things you can do to help cut down on the spread of disease are to wash your hands regularly. Don't come in if you're sick uh-huh. and get your flu shot. Also, I'm going to set up hand sanitizing stations around the No, they will cost you your life. Elaborate. The worst thing you can do for your immune system is to coddle it. They need to fight their own battles. If Sabre really cared about our well-being, they would set up hand desanitizing stations. A simple bowl at every juncture filled with dirt, vomit, fecal matter. Exposing yourself to to germs is the best way to make yourself stronger. So by that rationale, if I had to sneeze, I should just sneeze on you. (laughs) Yes, I would welcome it. You're welcome. The principle is sound. To avoid illness, expose yourself to germs, enabling your immune system to develop antibodies. I don't know why everyone doesn't do this. Maybe they have something against living forever. I'm talking to Brad, Jacob, and Dustin. We're having a great time. So you could have just said, I'm doing another dumb podcast. You are listening to another dumb podcast. Welcome to Costco. I love you. It's the theme expo. Can you give me five minutes on the Dallas Stars? So that'll that'll take everyone out of the, the podcast. So we'll just leave right away because they're like, I don't want to listen. No, just advance it for five minutes. Okay. I don't know if I can give you five minutes on the stars, but uh, do you watch the stars every night or whenever they play? Oh, I know they I, have like. A- I, I try to as long as the VPN cooperates, which the last couple times it hasn't. So right. I kind of had to watch it on delay. Um, but so- I mean they're playing pretty good hockey right now um i saw three out of the last four yes and that one that they didn't win they kind of got screwed by the officiating um but there's still a little as i'm looking at the points they're still significantly not significantly behind but they're behind yeah, the problem is, is you know, because the NHL is reactionary to all this COVID stuff, uh, especially because Canada is so overreactionary to this COVID stuff and won't let fans into the building. 
which shows they're not following the science there. Um, they've actually had to postpone several games. In fact, the Stars, whenever they played Florida last Thursday, was their first game in 17 days. Yeah, I saw I saw that they took a big layoff. So, yeah, I was... Which is something that a lot of teams are going through. Um, you look in the standings and you'll see, I think, the uh, there's a couple of teams that have played 39 games, Anaheim and uh, Vegas. Um, by comparison, the New York Islanders played their first game in 12 nights. And they've played 11 less games than those two teams. And I think the Stars aren't that far behind them. I think they've played 33, just going off the top of my head. So, I mean, for the Stars, it's kind of been an up-and-down year. They, uh, they had a stretch where they won seven in a row and then followed that up with five losses in a row. And then before they lost in St. Louis uh, on Sunday, uh, they had won four in a row. So the good news is, is, you know, they lost on St. Louis and bounced back from, you know, highway robbery initiating to defeat Seattle. But um, if you followed the team at all last year, you know that they had a lot of COVID-related uh, cancellations and postponements of games, so much so that it got to the point to where they were literally playing every other night. Um, they didn't oh, okay. have a, a day off. They, had, they didn't have two or more days off. Uh, I think for the last two months of the season. And so, you know, That's you start mentioning postponements around here and then there's kind of uh, uh, PTSD sitting in about, yeah. oh no, they're going to get screwed in the uh, scheduling again. Um, the good news for the NHL is, is that they decided not to go to China, not because China is a human rights abusing uh, regime or anything, but. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know that they Simply, had plans to play in China. Okay, that's They new. did. Well, I mean, the Winter Olympics are uh, there next month. So. In China? Yeah, in Beijing. Ah. So the, the, the NHLers actually haven't played in the Olympics since. Uh, 2014 in oh, another country yeah. that has a wonderful human rights record, Russia. Russia? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna we're gonna have to that's a that's a real head to head. China versus Russia. Who's who's gruffer? Like you can look at it and like China and Russia, they both look at Americans as weak, weak people. Yeah. <laughs> you look at through you are pathetic. You guys are human rights abusers. America's like, oh, well, we know, we know. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll change. <laughs> Canada and Russia are like, or not Canada, China and Russia are like, so? Freudian? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. Well, we're not really going to get any more stars talking that. I'm sorry. I, I cannot. Uh, I tried to do a little thing with the ESPN, uh, trying to do the VPN, but man, my... My head just gets lost in it, and I just—it's too much work just to go watch some hockey at times. And you're just kind of like, "Yeah, maybe I'll get back into it if they start playing a little bit better." But I just don't foresee. Like I don't know what it is, but two seasons ago—and it doesn't seem that long ago—but two seasons ago, you're kind of like, "Man, that might have been the peak." I don't think they'll ever be able to play as as good as that. And yeah, maybe I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but. It, it just doesn't seem that that team could with those core guys. Like, do you really think that Jamie Ben and Sagan are going to get any better than what they are right now? 
And now they're on the wrong side of 30. Um, and the other thing, I mean, the other thing is, is that as great as the winning streak was for the stars, uh, John Klingberg came out and basically laid it out and said that, you know, beyond the season, the stars probably don't want him anymore. Um, actually went to his agent and said, you know, talk to other teams and see you know, what type of trades or, or uh, future free agent signings you can line up with them because, you know, contract negotiations between us are at a standstill. Is, so, he, is he UVA after this year? Yes. Uh, okay. uh, UFA. What did I say? U, UAB. UVA. UVA. Yeah, he's the University of Virginia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no. He's a cavalier. U, yeah, not UVA. UFA. Sorry. I tried to sound real cool by saying that, and then I realized. Well, that's what happens when you stop watching sports. Yeah, I know. Like, hey, what is that? Um, <laughs> yes, UVA. UFA. Uh, so he's understood. Okay. Well, end of the era. But I mean,. You know, I think this is going to be Miro's team moving forward, and Robertson maybe. Maybe, I mean, yeah, it, Robertson. Yeah, yeah okay. I I don't speak at a turn and be like, I think he was still good. <laughs> you know, yeah, Jason Robertson. I mean, if he if it wasn't for uh, the uh, guy in uh, Minnesota who's a 29 year old rookie from Russia, uh, probably would have won Rookie of the Year last year. And so far, he's showing that he's not going to have any type of a sophomore slump. So he looks like he's somebody that is going to be one of the core key pieces moving forward, um, which is good because the Stars' development of their youth players hasn't exactly been on point the last couple of years. So if they can, you know, get somebody like him going um, to add uh, to Miro as being uh, one of the core pieces to, you know, hopefully whenever the window opens back up in a couple of years, um, he'll be a part of that core. So, but with the thing with, with Jamie Ben and Sagan, so are you like married to those two for like how long exactly? Uh, let me see. The pull up. Okay, yeah, I, I just wondered. I'm like, vamp, okay, vamp. I'll, I'll vamp while you're while you're looking. But it's like, are those contracts completely unmovable? And are and is there a light at the end of the tunnel? So like, if you can't move them, then is there a way to sit on it to where it's not going to hurt you so bad? Or you know, I don't know. I, I just feel like we had such high hopes and, and I think they did really well for a really long, I mean, a good amount of time, but at the end of the day, you got to just cut it and be like, well, it didn't work there. And Hey man, there's no harm, no foul. I mean, but sitting around waiting and waiting for it to fully go on, I think you're just going to hurt yourself even further. But yeah, those contracts are basically unmovable. Uh, Tyler Sagan is getting paid $9.8 million through for this season and for the next five seasons. <laughs> so he will be a free agent in the summer of 2027. Jamie Ben will be one. His, the cap hit on him isn't quite as bad. It's $9.5 million, uh, but you're on the hook with him for this season plus uh, the next three years. 
And Tyler, so you're probably looking at, I mean, if they do cut bait with them, they're going to have to, or with either one of them, it's going to have to be via the buyout route. They're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to trade those contracts. Yeah. And again, Sagan's, you say the other side of 30, but it's just being on the other side of 30. And Sagan is. He's 29 right now. Yeah, Sagan's Ben's 29 32, right now. But Ben's had a history of uh, hip issues and then. Sagan missed most of the uh, truncated season last year. Hmm. I think for a similar injury, but I really, I don't know why we had such high hopes. I, I guess it's just because he was just. But you think how, when did Jamie Ben come on the to the uh, what what year was that? Like two thousand nine, or am I going a little? Yeah. Oh man, look at that, Brad. Yeah, bring it up, Brad. Bringing up the right year. 2009-2010 season, yeah. you know, he's been here for so long. So, I mean, it's not like we didn't try or we didn't, I mean, he, he's been here for so damn long. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't know what else you could do. But I, I, I just think you you can try to make the playoffs and again, anything can happen in the NHL. I, I mean, crazier things can happen, but it, it's a little harder with what's going on. Like, are the lightning still good? Like they've always been. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so yeah. yeah when the you lightning st- are probably still a gold standard because, uh, you know, they've obviously won the last two cups, but beyond that, uh, they draft really well and they develop players really well. Yeah. And, if there is a so before they won two cups, they've been to the Eastern Conference Finals four consecutive years. Um, so they had kind of fallen short in 2018 and 2019 before finally winning it all in 2020. So they're really good at drafting players, but they're also really good at being able to identify, you know, Blake Coleman, for instance, who's a local kid out of Plano. Right, right. One, you know, he's not often you can say that a DFW kid is a two-time Stanley Cup champion, but you can say that about Blake Coleman. That's got to be so rare. They (laughs) they picked him up at the uh, trade deadline in 2020, and it just paid dividends head over heels for them. For sure, yeah. So, well, I guess we'll keep monitoring, monitoring the uh, Dallas Stars and see if they uh, do any better than what they're doing. I mean, again, they've had a little good stretch here, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I only did that for uh, old Miro guy because he wanted to talk <laughs> stars, and I'm like, well, yeah. Let's let's talk five minutes worth of stars. That's best I, that's about as right. best I can do I there, man. I'm telling you, that's I have not watched stars in in about a good month. I think that's being generous. And I yeah. and even keeping up with them has not been that great. I mean, if they were good, me and Brandon would be talking about them. But they're just okay and serviceable. But I don't know. I think we would all be getting excited if they were really good. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. We, we are about the Cowboys. <laughs> exactly. We're going to talk about the Cowboys, though. Maybe. I don't know. You sure we should cancel the 49ers? Um, no, I said that as a joke. That's like a real but thing. But I don't know if there's actually any, any type of movement, you know, now that we've gotten rid of the Redskins, if, <laughs> if we need to 
Oh God, I, I don't. Those were mostly white people, though, so we're not. We, you can't cancel them, can you? I, I just don't. I mean, like, were the 49ers actually bad? Did they do bad things back in the? Uh, it's 18th like okay. Century? I was I was doing a rare thing this week, and I was listening. I, I was listening to the ticket, uh, midday, uh, at twelve o'clock, at noon, and. One host, which uh, I'll just let you guess which one would bring up this history of like the 49ers. And it's not just like, like the 49ers aren't a, like a group. Like it was just a term used for people who were looking for gold in this time around 19 or 1849. That's all it was. Right. So basically it's, it's the biggest, it's one of the biggest stretches I've ever heard for like, we should cancel the 49ers. It's basically that one group and any good. And like put yourself in 1849, 50 era. Like everyone is su- I mean, any tribe. Like you think how tribal we are now, like all we did, all we did, all they did back. I'm not going to, I'm not putting myself in there, but all they did was like, Hey, you look like me. Hey, Okay, we're we're somewhat cool, but the other guys who don't look like me, they are not cool. I do not like those dudes. <laughs> and so basically, they were like, uh, "Yeah, you can you can uh, uh, stake a claim at this spot, but you have to be native to here from your from Europe, but not actually right. native." Like basically, like Native Americans were like, "Hey, it looks like there's some money in this," and so they. I don't know why they would talk like that. Hey, look like money over there. Bright gold things. I don't know. <laughs> so, There's gold in them hills. <laughs> gold in them. We go over there, but white man, mean, he suck. <laughs> so. No I idea who that's supposed I mean, to be. But. Uh, <laughs> I was trying. I was doing it with like a like a guy from Brooklyn. Like those guys over there are like super mean, and we're just being na- guys. We're just being over here Native American, and and yo, we were here first, and they're all like, "Oh, we got the claim," and it's like, "No, you don't." So basically, they wrote in legislation saying that only European white whiteies can lay lay claim to this, and none of the Native Americans can. Right. So there was. I don't even know where where this uh, that lovely friend of mine found this article and and the jump that this made to be like 49ers super racist and it's like okay I still think you need to put your mind in 1850 where everyone was super racist right <laughs> and or just like just fucking animals like, I mean, a lot of they, they, it they was just the wild west. It was the wild west. <laughs> like they, it wasn't just like you know, just random shit. It was like, hey, if someone did some crazy shit in a bar, you don't get in a fight. You go outside and then you shoot each other. That's what they did. They yeah. just they just did like barbaric shit because front, of, frontier justice, basically. So you it's know? like. So it's like I don't really give a fuck about what happened in 1850 and been like, well, I just don't feel comfortable with that. And it's like, 
and that's what the whole thing about these these name changes. I don't want to keep harping on these name changes, but it's just like it doesn't matter. It doesn't do no, it anyone doesn't. doesn't do anyone good. It makes again an owner if the owner could call the most horrific name in the book and make money on it. They're gonna make money on it. That David right. da- Snyder, whatever I, I said, David Snyder is that his name? Uh, uh, Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder. I'm so, so Snyder, if he could have had the worst, you know, uh, worst name, Redskins, whatever, he made money off the name Redskins. And the right. money kept came, coming in. And his cost-benefit analysis can't keep coming back. And it's like, eh, if you still keep the name, you're still going to make money. So right. no big deal. All right, cool. Keep the name. And then FedEx came in and goes, yeah, you got to change the name, guys. And they're like, we'll do it. All right. Sounds good. You know, yes, it's because it's, because George Floyd got uh, choked out. You know, we got to change the Redskins name. It's like it didn't matter. And like, hey, I, I, I went over. You know what? I, I went over to the uh, to the inner city just recently. Turns out still pretty bad, even though the Redskins did this. So real. Um, as I said. All this doesn't matter, and it makes right. it makes a white folk, some white guy. It's, it's like when the Washington Bullets changed their name because there was too much, too many murders in D.C., and there still are. I still love, I still love that bit where they were like, "All right, we're gonna name them the Wizards," but now there'll probably be a bunch of like, you know, uh, rabbits jumping out of hats and stuff down the street and <laughs> shit, like a bunch of magic. <laughs> Because we changed the name to the Wizards, because you know we took the bullets away, so there's going to be less bullets, right? Turns right. out there's still a lot of bullets. There's actually more bullets. There's now. more bullets than we've ever had. Streisand effect. Oh, good lord! Why are there so many bullets? Oh my god! We should have named ourselves the Washington Machine Guns, and maybe that. I don't know. Tommy guns. Yeah. I, again, I don't like Harp. I feel like I talk about these stupid name changes every some odd month, and someone comes up with something, you know, like, you know, they want to change the name of the Texas Rangers, and they want to change the name of, I mean, you could find Dallas Cowboys. Go, Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, whatever. I mean, name it. I mean, we could go all day. And now I'm like, l- listen, just call them like football, like, not football, I mean, like soccer teams, where it's just, the Arlington F, you know, B, BC baseball club. And it's just, that's what they are. Okay. Cause I'm done. I'm done dealing with these names. We can have like little nicknames. Yeah. How about like a uh, Arsenal or like the Gunners? Gunners, yes. And uh, some of the other, frick, I don't know. That's the only one I know. <laughs> but we've got to, we've got to stop. And I'm sure they're going to take you away like the Gunners. The Red Devils. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get rid of the Arsenal Gunners probably because they're like, oh, this guy's running around with cannons. <laughs> Fuck sakes! I don't know, man. I just gosh, if we do that, then we got to change the Columbus Blue Jackets name because you know they're they their shelter patch has a uh, cannon, <laughs> and they fire off a cannon when they squirrels. <laughs> guys in Columbus are just like, I, I only got the inspiration because of the freaking because <laughs> of that because of that. These guys running around with a cannon. Uh, I don't know. Again, it just all it does is make some white folks who are just trying to make money feel better and make more money. That's it. 
Right. It doesn't make anyone any better. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't, it doesn't change. It doesn't change I mean, the fabric of the of the nation, you know, of of anything. Like I didn't feel. Did anybody feel better when the Redskins got taken away? I don't care. It didn't make. It didn't change my life. I don't know. Yeah, to that point, I mean, there were Native Americans that were getting polled, and I think only ten percent of them actually somewhat supported a name change. Oh, ninety percent didn't care, and a lot of that is because, you know, okay, you changed the nickname. At worst, you're canceling, you know, Native Americans out of sports. Yeah. Whenever you do this, but the other thing is, is they still have real world problems that are still going to be there. Yeah. Uh, so they don't care. I was trying to look up the uh, what was that uh, high school named the Redskins in Oklahoma. Yeah, in Oklahoma. There's like how, how's the internet there at the Sandals Resort? It's going a lot better than it was last okay. week. <laughs> well, you were there last week too. Yeah, it, it got wild. I'm sorry for everybody listening to the podcast last week. Man, that was a fucking mess. Holy shit, man! Probably spent all night fucking editing that thing. <laughs> that was that was dreadful. Uh, but yeah, much better tonight. So, uh, no no problems here. But yeah, there was a uh, there was a. And it was a, it was a teen, a high school in like a, not a, what are they called? Oh my God. A territory, <laughs> a uh, reserve. That's where it was. Right. So like all native Americans and they go, Hey, what should we call the team? We're the Redskins, you know? I don't know. So you had a bunch of native Americans who called themselves Redskins and the Redskins are like, or uh, not the Redskins, the native American. <laughs> That was a real 40 and two. <laughs> all the Redskins were all like, hey, you know, we've got problems here. <laughs> like, you know, it's not like they're calling themselves like the drunken Indians, which would like really highlight the issue going on in the, in, in native reserves. Like, like there's a huge. Cleveland Indians using Chief Wahoo. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually know a native American. Well, I did. I haven't talked to him in a while because. Uh, circumstance but like he uh you know he talks about like yeah man it's uh fucked up on the reserves most of my you know cousins and brothers or family members are all like just they take their money from the government and then they sit around and drink and live in the places they live like it's a pretty fucking wretched fucking way to live i don't know so I just sent you a, a link as I saw this uh, just pop on my uh, Twitter timeline. <laughs> so I mentioned, uh, you know, the COVID situation oh, up in Canada to where they're not God. letting fans in. There are some in Calgary, they are letting fans in, but you can't, they don't have any concessions open. So you can't get food. You can't get drink there, but you can get, uh, I guess, water out of a shared uh, igloo tub. That's that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. It is, oh, my God. This that's, is just. That's like worse. Why don't you just give them a. Why don't you just get a trough of water with one one spoon and have everybody just drink out of that <laughs> like a ladle. And they all just drink out of that. <laughs> like everybody has to touch that little button. Not that it matters. I mean, I, I don't know how COVID gets up, but it's like. I don't know. That's retarded. That's really dumb. So. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, COVID 
is apparently still bad, but these guys have found Tell me a, about it. Uh, have you uh, gotten over your COVIDness? Well, I don't know that my it, my uh, son your, got it. Is your home clear yet? Not yet. We all tested positive, or we've all tested negative, but I'm sure I probably have it. I'm sure my daughter see, has it. See, that's the that's everybody the, has it. That's the fucking problem of it. Is it's like we need more tests. We need more tests. And I've heard numerous people have gone. Yeah, I got tested. I was super sick. Came up negative. And I was like, well, you probably have it though, right? <laughs> like, like yeah, well, have maybe it. I have it, or maybe I have something else because there is actually, believe it or not, other illnesses that are what? around. Other illnesses so can give you fevers and I coughs? don't need to actually have a test to find out exactly what I have because I'm vaccinated and boosted. Hey, no so it's just about everybody else here. in my house. Don't need to brag, right? <laughs> it's a humble brag. <laughs> God. I get it. I'm, I'm going to try to get my fourth shot next week. Yeah, because I have to say, right in my forehead. Um, no, but I'm I follow a- the science. Oh, good job. I hope it works. So I know what's going to happen is it's not going to, I, I don't wind up in the hospital. I, I hope you continue to follow the science because I am very interested to what's going to happen soon after all that. I mean, not soon after, but like long-term of a lot of this. I mean, I am vaccinated too. I'm not getting boosted though. I'm not going to do it. I don't, well, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it. I'm probably not going to do it. I don't see a point. Well, I mean, if everybody's getting sick from Omicron, then there kind of isn't a point. I, I don't see a point, honestly. But, because <clears throat> if you get it, technically you can't get vaccinated for three months. Right. Okay. I, yeah, getting boosted right now seems pointless. Kind of pointless. Um. Here. Well, I, I don't. I got twenty different directions I want to go on this, uh, I, and I'm I'm breaking my uh, embargo of COVID talk, <clears throat> only for the sheer fact that there's just so much COVID talk going on right now, and I, I guess I can't really avoid it. And it's just now it's just this big, huge. Okay, about these tests and everything. Okay. So now we just tested the fuck out of everybody, and like literally, you get a sniffle. And you go get a test. Like, I find that to be so counterproductive. Like, there's no there's no reason to do any of that. Like, I just don't know. And I've even heard, like, some of these symptoms. Like, it's kind of like, you know, whenever you get the flu. And you're like, man, I'm fucking, I got a fever. I got a, and it's like, it's already too late. Like that, I remember that's and when you can I get Theraflu, but ultimately, you know, you got to wait for that to run its course. But even then, no, I I remember. Okay, one time I got the flu, and I was like twenty eight when I got the flu. I was like, "What? I got the flu? I've never gotten the flu." And I was like, "So, Doc, what are you gonna give me?" And they're like, "Uh, a good kick kick to the ass out of here, like get the fuck out of here, and go drink water." And I'm like, yeah. oh, thanks. I could have just not come here Literally. at all. But um but I was also like, okay, did I just give my family all the flu? And it's like, eh, probably I don't know. Probably not. And nobody got the flu. But they were like, you've already got it. I mean, you're probably not going to 
uh, what do they say? Like you're not going to be like transmissible at that point. Whenever you're, um, I, th- I think it was, I, I, I don't know the exact science on that, but uh, I've actually heard, let me, let me pull this fucking dickhead up. Uh, Fauci kind of said some of those you things, do a lot in 10 minutes. but, um, that everybody eventually is going to get Omicron either. They're going to get it, but there's also like, I think it's almost to the resigning fact of like, man, here's what I would love to ever kind of get. Oh, look, we've talked COVID tests and the fucking ad for it just came up. That's fucking hilarious, by the way. Uh, let me pause this. But um, it's basically like, Google is really good at that, aren't they? They are really good at that. <laughs> wow. Uh, but basically, our can we all agree here is that our public health officials in every bit of every other way are utterly pathetic and can't stop anything. They can't change the weather. They can't do anything with the economy they they just can't do anything they can't stop a virus they literally have shown it to us full on that they can't do anything about it right right i mean it's just so evident i don't know how anybody's even gotten to this point and been like you know everything they've said uh, i mean i know science is ever evolving and all this other stuff but i'm like the problem is, is the things that I've been saying, maybe a few things have changed, but for the most part, my base knowledge has kind of stayed like, yeah, it's it's kind of fucked up. <clears throat> Let's listen a little bit of old Fauchio. I, I didn't pre-listen. Uh, I listened to some of this. ...that are necessary for the functioning of society when you have an overwhelming... Oh, 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 oh. Let's start from the beginning. Dr. Fauci, thank you so much for being here. I want to get right to it. With an average of three Americans testing positive every second, was this really the time to shorten the CDC guidelines for some Americans? Well, you don't want to confuse what the rationale for that was. The shortening of the period of isolation for an infected asymptomatic person was in order to be able to get people back to the workplace, particularly when you're talking about the critical jobs that are necessary for the function. All right. I'm going to stop right here. And I know we're kind of going to go in. He's going to get into this eventually what I was originally talking about. So, you know, when they changed the the guidelines and they were all like, what? You can now just get five days and you're, you're straight up. You're good. Right. Um, so, Here's something that go back, listen to the old podcast where I was like, yo, this is bad, but you know what's even worse is when we shut down the entire uh, economy. Like, that could be really, really bad. Like, even I was like, yeah, let's shut down for like just a little bit. Like, just like a quick pause. Like, let's see if we can affect anything. And then we found out we couldn't affect anything. Like we cannot do anything to stop any of this shit. This shit is transmissible. It's really fucking hard to tamp down. It doesn't, you know, fuck all the people who just like, 
oh, uh, if you just wear a mask and you don't talk to anybody and you don't go anywhere, you won't get it. And it's like, well, that's not true at all. Like you will eventually somehow, some way, it will come underneath your door. There's people who are very, very careful end up getting it. And it just happens. But, you know, uh, Dr. Fuckface here uh, finally uh, agrees that, you know what? <sighs> yeah, we, we probably shouldn't have shut it down. So, yeah, if you're sick, take a few days off work. Uh, get your mind right. You know, if you feel all right, get the fuck back. Because, uh, yeah, we can't do that. And they felt real comfortable. And, again, not a big defender of Trump. Da, 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 da. But they were like, yeah, let's shut the fuck. Let's fuck all this up because, then, you know, you know, the economy's shit and it's under Trump's watch. So who gives a shit? You know, no one cared. So it's funny now that we're going we're moving towards. Yeah. Yeah. We just we, we, we can't shut down the entire economy when everybody gets sick. Right. Right. Okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Brendan. <laughs> I mean, I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, back 15 months ago, that would have been crazy talk. That would have been. Basically, oh my God, you're, you're, you're just like Death Santis down in Florida. You want everybody to die. You want everybody to die. But, you're a monster. But here's the problem it's just like, yeah, we can't completely shut down. And I, I'm glad old Fauci pants has figured this out. And, but it also seems like, eh, you're kind of a douchebag because now I see that you're probably playing a little bit of a political game with it, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's, let's listen a little bit more. Of society. When you have an overwhelming number of infections that we're seeing right now, and that we likely will see accelerate in the next couple of months, there's a risk of really being able to not function well in society for critical positions and critical jobs. The alternative would be something that nobody wants. I'm going to pause right there. What are those critical jobs? Would it be all of them? What are the non-critical yeah. jobs? Are we talking about like strippers or something like that? Is that critical? or not critical well it seems like it would not be critical to society but to the individual <laughs> i mean you got bills that need to be paid yeah exactly strippers gotta eat too i mean come on they're people yeah. too yeah exactly and that's to shut down the country I, the reason why i'm playing with this i know it's six minutes but it's six minutes of, of just absolute gold all the way through this i'm telling you treat completely some healthcare professionals are taking to social media saying that these guidelines are based on idealistic expectations. I mean, we know mass compliance is low in some parts of the country. So is it a mistake to not require people to get tested before they go back out into public if they do test positive? Well, it depends. You're going to really need to pay attention to this part. Okay. No, I mean, mean, like for everybody, not just you. <laughs> the test to mean the actual antigen tests that we're talking about yeah, let me do go get not my have on. any real predictive value as to the transmissibility when you're six seven eight nine ten days into an infection okay so if not everybody caught up to that let me kind of give you like a synopsis of what you know uh 
Dickface has talking about here. Um, basically, he's saying you can take an antigen test and it can go, you have COVID. You don't know if you're one day into COVID. You don't know if you're fucking 15 days into COVID. You don't know shit. It's just an antigen test saying, yeah, we've, we detect some COVID. We just don't know how that much or whatever. That's why these tests are fucking stupid. Okay. And that's why it's like, do you feel good? Cool. Go to work. Do you not feel good? Don't go to work. But also, in a sense, I don't know. We don't know. That's the whole part of this. It's like, uh, and I don't know. I mean, you, you just can't shut down everything. And, you know, if old uh, Amari Cooper wants to go to a, a Mavs game, I, I don't know, man. Go to the fucking Mavs game, I guess, if you want to. You know, you know. I don't know. I guess we'll talk about that later. These tests are good for surveillance to determine who is infected and who is not, but they were never meant to determine the, the level to which someone is transmissible to someone else. And I think that's one of the misunderstandings that the director of the CDC tried to explain today at the press conference. Why has there been misunderstanding? The CDC was pushed by the private sector to make some of these changes. We heard from the CEO of Delta writing a letter calling for a shorter isolation period, warning that 10 days would significantly impact operations. So bottom line here, are these new guidelines motivated by science or by business? Well, as I just mentioned, the scientific basis is what we just mentioned. You can get people safely back out in a five-day period so long as they wear a mask if they are without symptoms that is the science the impact of that <laughs> i don't know is to try and not be in Sorry. a situation where we essentially have I've to shut COVID. down mm -hmm. the entire country this was not done because of any statement by any ceo of any company that right there sir is a liar but um I forgot what he says here a little you bit. You want to do surveillance in which you're going to be repeating a test more than once. The antigen test is a good way to do that. Against Omicron, the sensitivity is somewhat diminished, but not enough to make the tests not useful. They are still useful under the circumstances. Okay. So, again, what he says here is that with this Omicron shit, is that it's highly transmissible, but not super fatal or even getting really, really sick. Right? Right. And that's like, everybody goes out and gets all... By the way, go look at the stock of Abbott right there. You see that on the on the box? Abbott? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually looked up... I was, I was looking up at stocks that day. I was like, Abbott? They've got to be doing pretty good, right? It's actually not doing as well as you think. Um, but it's just like, Hey, you take a bunch of COVID tests and you know, we don't know your transmissible levels. I mean, it's just, it's just all a fucking clusterfuck. And now we've, and we have so many fucking tests right now. And we like blew the doors off of all the new cases that we've ever had just in the last week. Right. I don't know if you've seen the numbers and it's just like, and where did we get there? Um, 
I mean, on top of that, man, did you did you see the CDC la- lady? And, and I don't know what they were having to backtrack on, but like she basically was like, "Yeah, it's it's a little fucked up, but uh, it looks like a lot of these people who died." And this is what I think. Like, there's some political shit going on. And you stop me because you're you are my uh, you, you take me down a little. Uh, whenever I'm I'm going a little off the off the grid a little bit. I'm but, basically your Josh Dubs to your Joe Rogan. Exactly, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's correct. Uh, um, but where it's just like, uh, where they said about seventy five percent of the uh, where they basically they were saying that these COVID deaths, like. 75% of the COVID deaths were like four co- comorbidities, like mm-hmm. fucking really sick people. And then the other 25, it's, I don't know. But it's also, they don't know. Like, I'm telling you, I don't think they know the fucking number, like real true number of how many people died of COVID. Or, or hold on, died from COVID and died with COVID. They don't know that number. Right. Fully. I know they said 900,000 people have died, and that's a big fucking number. Oh, my gosh. But I'm going to tell you right now, my my wife's great uncle had passed away from COVID. Everybody doesn't see the butter, uh, bunny ears right here. Um, but maybe the 60 years of smoking may have killed him and the poor health right. he was in, but... Does he go down as a COVID death? Because technically, yeah, he had COVID, but he was already. Yeah, that's, that's always kind of been the issue with me is, you know, how much of a role is it actually playing in deaths? I yeah. guess, I mean, that's, you know, using your great uncle as an example, you know, the, the 60 years of smoking probably pushed him to a couple feet of the cliff. You know, under the surface, and this was the giant. This Even was, above the surface, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know how well he looked, but yeah. The point is, is that COVID is what eventually pushed him over the cliff. Oh, we went, we we went to visit the family. I remember this early March. We went early March, twenty twenty, right before everything fucking hit. You remember this? It was mid March, whenever everything fucking hit. Yeah, and we saw him, and lovely, lovely man, uh, miss him, miss him dearly. But we knew when we left that might be the last time we ever see him, right? Just because he was in poor health, he was just in really poor health. So it's like, and it sucks. And uh, I mean, he was just in really bad health. But right. don't put his number in there as far as... Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't COVID that was going to get him, it was, you know, just natural, time. Just the, yeah, it's just the, 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 the day was coming. We knew that. You know, it was good to see him when we did, but it's also like, I don't know, it, it, it's a whole thing going on with it. But it, um, let me go to the other Fauci clips that I wanted to get to. This is a Fauci full day, man. What do you think of Fauci? Give me, give me, uh, give me two minutes on Fauci. Maybe. I think he deep down does mean well, 
But, <laughs> you know, the issue with scientists like him is that they are bad at policy and bad at messaging. And that they don't necessarily recognize when Dr. Fauci. See, I think you're not right. Don't interrupt me, Rand. <laughs> I'll you, go all neighbor on you. Yeah. Anyway. What I think you're not right about is like you have a dude who's been been entrenched in bureaucracy for forty fucking years. Right. Like, this isn't a guy who just stumbled upon one day it was like hey you're now in charge of the largest pandemic in in world history just go have at it and he's like whoa you know this guy's been part of the fucking aids crisis and everything else like that this guy isn't just some you know dumb luck guy who just came upon it i'm like this guy's been a part of this shit for a long time where here's the problem i have with this guy is this we're really big on the vaccines and I've got no problem with the vaccines. I really don't. Cause I think it's really, you know, saved like in, in sense of like my grandmother, which, you know, she was all, you know, that was always going to be like a, a, you know, someone who, if she would have got COVID, yeah, it would have been really, really bad. And my parents and my, and my in-laws and people like that. I'm like, yeah, get the, yeah. I mean, if you, you know, thank God they never got it, but I'm, you know, right. it's better to have it and not need it and I need it and not have it. But the problem is, is, okay, the vaccine's good. Now, people don't want to take the vaccines. Are we just going to throw them off to the side and be like, fuck them? They don't want to fucking take it. Then they they could just be unpersoned. Fuck them. I hope they die in the fucking you know da 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 da. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? I thought y'all were like the uh, <laughs> the, the uh, sympathetic ones, where you're just like, you know, it's like, I think we probably should still treat these people if they don't want to take the the, the vaccine. Like there has to be another way to treat these people, and there is, and I believe there is. And so going back to the whole AIDS crisis, and I mean, I don't know, I didn't do a whole lot of research on this. And so you, you, again, you, you, you stopped me when I'm wrong, but whatever Fauci was going through all this stuff with, uh, uh, the AIDS crisis, he wanted to find a vaccine for the, for the AIDS, the, the, right. AIDS, the AIDS for, and he wanted to find a vaccine for AIDS. And there was never going to be a vaccine for AIDS. And he squashed a lot of treatments and a lot of fucking people died. Right. Okay. And well, I it's re- not just that. It's that he was, you know, there were fears when I was growing up in the 80s that you could catch AIDS, AIDS from a uh, toilet seat. So again, and mis- that's something that he kind of floated out there. Yes. And so another. It's just, oh my God, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I mean, it's just like the bullshit, mis- uh, not misinformation, it's misinformation, whatever. Just like throwing shit out there and it's like to scare the, I mean, you lived through the AIDS shit where everyone, you were fucking probably terrified that you were just going to get AIDS, right? Not really. I mean, I was probably too young to, to really know. Um, well, I always, I always hear the joke where like I'm Beverly uh, Hills 9021, it's like, look to the left. All right, now look to your right. Both those people will get AIDS. Okay, 
That's what's, what's going to happen. It's like, well, hold on, what? <laughs> like, no. Like, you, no one's going to get AIDS. And the only people who are probably going to get AIDS, I mean, this is just the God's honest truth, is, is right. gay people. That's, that seems to be what, what happened. Right. Right? So, uh-huh. or uh, I guess, uh, like this, what is the small percentage that blood transfusions happen? Because it did happen. Right. Just, I'd say ask Ryan White, but he's dead. Um, <laughs> was that the uh, TV movie where <laughs> I remember watching that in school? Yeah, there was a TV movie about him, yeah. <laughs> where it was like, I have AIDS. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was a shithead no, kid watching that movie. Of, going, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, there. Yeah. Walker told me I got AIDS. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, there seems to be a correlation there, and I don't think it's that far off to be like, yeah, I think he may be fucking this up just like he did with the AIDS, with the AIDS. So uh, I don't know if we're well. Watch you it. mentioned, you know, that we're getting to a point to where, you know, we're we're being judgmental towards unvaccinated people, which is a lot how they treated started exactly what they talked about, regardless if you had. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was just homophobia, but yeah, just if you had AIDS, it was like, ooh, you have AIDS. Fuck. Ultimately, I think it was because yeah, you yeah. Know, I mean, yeah, you're right, but it, but but yeah. So if you had AIDS, then it was, you know, and some of those attitudes I think kind of started to change. You know, like the one big change I can remember is when uh, Magic Johnson. I was about to say Magic Johnson. positive. And then like uh, that guy from uh, Real World. I don't watch reality TV, so I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Pedro, you remember Pedro? Uh, yeah, there's things like that where it was like the destigmatization uh, of the whole thing, where it was like, okay, but you're doing the same shit. Like you see an unvaccinated person, you're like, oh god, I can't believe it, or or just not even wearing a mask. You get that same little thing, and you're like, "Dude, fuck off!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck right the hell off. And again, if you don't like, I hear someone like, "There's no doubt." There's I, I know this guy I work with. He, he's like in his fifties. I know for sure. And he's like, "Oh, you, did you get the vaccine?" And he just looks at me like, "Fuck no, I didn't get that." And I'm like, "All right," <laughs> like. Your, yeah, that's a personal choice. It's your personal choice. It's your funeral, literally. <laughs> like, I don't care. It could be. Like, I mean, you know, but. Uh, but it's not like I looked at him like, oh, he is unclean. He, I mean, like, I've got family members that are the same way, and I'm like, okay. You know, I'm not going to treat you any differently. No, and I think you should. I, I think you I should. Think you probably should get the vaccine, but ultimately, it's your decision. It's your decision, and ultimately, your funeral. Because I've gone to a COVID funeral where I, where I was asking around. I was like, stupidly, I guess. I was like, so did he get the vaccine? And they're all like, fuck no, he didn't get that vaccine. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> maybe he probably should have. But also, at the same time, I don't sit there and go, I wish he would have got the vaccine. I also think, I wish we would have got him something else. You know? And devastating. You know, like, I, I wish we could have got him something else that would have saved his life. You know, these people are, I mean, 
Fuck all your fucking political shit. These people have children. These people have families. Like, let's let it go a little bit and don't just go like, oh, you get COVID and you're unvaccinated and you die? Well, fuck off. I don't care. And it's like, all right, well, it's not just him. I mean, like, regardless of what you think of him, he still has a family. He still have kids. Like, right. do we still have to do this? You know? So... Well, uh, just for the record, we're just going to play this just because I think it's funny. But Dr. Uh, Fauci. And then Brandon can tell me how much he loves Fauci and how much he hates Rand Paul. So. The idea that a government official like yourself would claim unilaterally unilaterally to represent science. Rand sounds like me right now. Unilaterally. I can't talk right now. I don't know what it is. That any criticism of you would be considered a criticism of science itself is quite dangerous. Central planning, whether it be of the economy or of science, is risky because of the fallibility of the planner. It would not be so... Have you have you listened to this whole thing? I actually have not. I've been working so much lately that I don't really have time to... Oh, you know. yeah, that's cool. I've been working so little right now, is all I do is watch it. Catastrophic <laughs> yeah. if the planner well, were simply handled, one physician so. yeah, in Peoria, then the mistakes would only affect that physician's patients, the people who chose that physician... But when the planner is a government official, like yourself, who rules by mandate, the errors are compounded and become much more harmful. A planner who believes he is the science leads to an arrogance that justifies, in his mind, using government resources to smear and to destroy the reputations of other scientists who disagree with him. In an email exchange with Dr. Collins, you conspire, and I quote here directly from the email, to create a quick and devastating published takedown of three prominent epidemiologists from Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. Apparently, there's a lot of fringe epidemiologists at Harvard, Oxford, and Stanford. <laughs> Harvard. You have to admit, uh, do, do you think, what do you think of Rand Paul? I don't know what to think. I mean,. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of funny that you brought Fauci up because, you know, at the uh, start of the pandemic, he was kind of held as, you know, the savior and the voice of reason that we need in the Trump administration to check, you know, right Trump's wild assness. And, you know, all I can think of with all of these, you know, public figures and politicians is when we start putting them up on a pedestal oh, and yeah. basically treating them like gods. Um, I always come back to the ultimately the, the second Batman movie that Christopher like Nolan yourself where he says you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself as a villain. And that's not necessarily to say that these people are bad people, but you just you kind of see eventually the flaws will make their way to the surface. Oh, I, I think that that shows like every year it seems like there's always this one guy, like whoever, name your whoever, where everyone lauded as the guy or whatever. There's basically one politician that I can look at nowadays and see, you know, he's he's genuine. He's really genuine and actually believes what, you know, he sets out to believe. And that's just a homage. Um, the rest of them. I don't know. Yeah, but I think Justin Mosh is kind of a bum sometimes, though. <laughs> he, See? He, I'm going to only tell you... Okay, I'm going to sidetrack on Justin Mosh. Only because, like... So here's what here's what happened to Justin Mosh. 
Justin Amash got gerrymandered out of his out of his own district. Right. Did you know that? So he goes, you know what? I'm not a Republican anymore. I'm a, I'm a libertarian. <laughs> and we're all like, uh, right? Uh, okay, I get it. <laughs> it was like, uh, all right. Even like I said, even the the ones that look like they are genuine, which um, which I'm again still be corrupted. I'm not saying he's corrupted. I'm just think he's like, well, again, he's like political in a sense. Like I'm like, all right. I mean, either he was gonna lose, or he was gonna like. <laughs> You know, like, all right, well, I might as well just, like, fuck Republicans. <laughs> like, I hate these guys anyways. And I can understand it. Like, I'm, he, he, uh, go watch the uh, HBO Max. I think it's on HBO Max now. It used to be, like, a YouTube uh, show. It was called The Swamp. Okay. That's that a fucking great show, by the way. It features a lot of, like, some Republicans, some Democrats. But it just shows like they just like Republicans, Democrats, it doesn't matter. They're all fucking scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like really good like congressmen out there who like try to do the right thing. And they're just like, hey, uh, I just got this letter. And for me to like get on a committee, I have to send a check for like $140,000. <laughs> <laughs> to right. this da 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 to get onto this committee and it's like why can't I just get on the committee <laughs> it's like no this is all a fucking game you know and it doesn't matter who you know your side is they all suck and they're not good but I always think of it like with with Rand um here's what I think I like about him most is um i'll probably talk a little bit about after this video but he's a guy who's just like yeah this is like politics like what are you getting mad at me for <laughs> like i'm i'm literally they're all like oh trump talked all that shit about you why are you talking to him it's like well this is this is politics i'm trying to get the shit that i want done done so i'm gonna i'm gonna scratch daddy's back real quick so i can get him to stop wars <laughs> like excuse me <laughs> so the only thing i like about Rand paul is that point where he's just like yeah i will do almost anything to do the things that i want to do within reason of course but it's just like right. you know uh, he, he kind of actually talks about some of these things fringe epidemiologist at harvard Oxford and Stanford and you quote in the email that they were from Dr. Collins and you you agree that they are fringe and immediately there's this takedown effort a published takedown though you know doesn't exactly conjure up the image of a dispassionate scientist instead of engaging them on the merits you and Dr. Collins sought to smear them as fringe and take them down and not in journals in lay press this is not only antithetical to the scientific method, it's the epitome of cheap politics, and it's reprehensible, Dr. Fauci. Do you really think it's appropriate to use your $420,000 salary to attack scientists that disagree with you? <laughs> I do like the fact that, <laughs> that Fauci has a mask on to listen and then takes the mask off to talk. <laughs> it's like, what is the fucking point of all this? Well, um, I mean, yeah... Well, to that point, wouldn't it make more sense to, okay, leave it off because, you know, you're not talking. 
Yeah. And you're not, uh, I guess, aspirating whatever's in your mouth out into the air. Yeah. Wouldn't it make more sense to whenever it's time for you to talk? Listen, you you are just a dumb person who doesn't understand science, okay? Like, this guy is science, so he knows what's going on with science. science. He's Mr. Science. He is the science. So, by the way, a sidetrack. Did you watch the... Somebody posted this video, and I'm like, I don't think this video should go out anywhere, because then, like... Again, I thought through the pandemic, like I or no before the pandemic, I was a little bit of a hypochondriac. But then I found out that people are twenty times worse of a hypochondriac than I am. But like, there's this video of like people talking, like just like regular talking and aspirating just shit out their mouth. But it's like one of those X-ray videos, and I'm sitting there going, "People don't need to see this because then we'll just never go outside ever again." You, you on the daily basis are just basically just getting spit on all day long right and it's just all the things we can't see and we just deal with it you know so (laughs) i'm sitting there going all right everyone just kind of don't watch that video (laughs) like you'll never go outside ever again if you're like a hypochondriac you'll just be like i will uh only go out with the mask and i will yeah yeah it's just no way to live The, the email you're referring to was an email of Dr. Collins to me, if you look at the email that you responded to and hurried up and said, I can do it, I can do it. We got something in Wired no, magazine. No, no, no. I think in you usual did. fashion, Senator, you are distorting everything about me. Did you First ever object all, to Dr. Collins's characterization of them as friends? Did you write back to Dr. Collins and say, no, they're not friends, they're esteemed scientists, and it would be beneath I, me I did to not do that? <laughs> you responded to him that you would do it, and you immediately got an article yeah, you, in Wired, you, and you sent it back to him and said, hey, look, I've got them. I nailed them in Wired of all scientific publications. That's not publications. what went on. You there did. you go again. That you just do the same thing every hearing. That was your response. See, there and you go again. again. So did you hear what happened about this though? This is I mean, this is legit. Like is this they where had... the hot mic moment was. Oh no no no! That's off of another one where a hot mic. I don't have that video, but where he basically got done talking to the center and he goes, "That guy's a fucking moron." For <laughs> Fauci, he's just like, "What a moron!" Jesus Christ! <laughs> and you're like, "Well, that's the guy right there." And he might have been. I didn't even. I didn't hear what that guy said. So he might have been. But uh, basically, there was an email chain of that was released. I don't know if you saw any of that. Which basically, that was what it was. Why the fuck does this video keep fucking going down? I don't understand this. Twitter's were dumb. Um, but basically, they had a. They were like, "Hey, there's these there's these uh, scientists who were." I can't remember if they were saying uh, the great uh, D- the great Barrington or you ever heard of that thing? It's called the Great Barrington Reef. I don't know. <laughs> great Barrier Reef. No, the Great Barrington uh, Barrington Declaration, which is basically that all the lockdowns were fucking bullshit. Is all it was. Okay. And these scientists were basically called French, uh, French scientists, but there was also scientists that were trying to do the whole, uh, uh, Chinese laboratory, uh, theories. Uh-huh. And they were like, Oh, we got to get these fucking guys out of here too. Cause they suck too. 
you know? See, and, that's the other thing about the whole thing that I've never really understood is that, you know, to say, to suggest that is, is racist. It's not racist. And I'm like, well, you realize like the alternative is that, uh, yeah, it came from somebody eating a bat. Yeah, it came from them dirty Chinese in in like, a in a wet market. That's way racist. That's more. It is. It's so much more racist to be like, yeah, these dirty Chinese over there just roll around and eat bats all day. And it's like, I think it's more likely that you'll have. Uh, I mean, lax- this one. I mean, if it actually came from a lab and it wasn't intentional, then you're going to actually have people. I think that are more forgiving. No, it, it, like all that. it has to do with is just like, uh, if you ever watch the, I think it's, it's on Netflix. It was, it was like directed, not uh, produced by the Obamas. It was basically these, uh, these old, uh, GM factories were taken over by these Chinese trying to make wi- uh, windshields. And you like, look at like, like these people were taken from Ohio and they're like, Hey, go over to China and look how they run their factories. And we're going to do the same shit. And they're like, we can't do any of that. Like OSHA laws alone. We can't do any of it, you know, because like their safety records are shit. Cause they don't give a fuck about anybody over there. No, in a sense, but that's the same thing with this, with this Wuhan Wait, lab was- is they just like, Eh, you know, whatever, you know, we're just trying to do this research. Do we have everything tightened up? <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got it. No, no problems. Don't even worry about it. It's yeah, like, we got it. All right. Okay. Yeah, no Why are they Italian? Hey, we got <laughs> it. Oh, why you think we can't keep these? Make your pizza pie. You can't, you can't, you don't think we can keep these fucking viruses in here? No, yeah, that's something like we need. Yeah, we got all these viruses. I don't know why we talk Italian when we're in China. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, let's, let's. referring to it. You're distorting virtually everything. Did you communicate with the five scientists who wrote the opinion piece in Nature where they were describing, oh, this, there's no way this could that have come from, from the lab? That was not me. What did I you did, talk with any of those see, scientists but privately? You keep, the, you keep distorting did you? the truth. It is, it did is you stunning talk, how did you, you do talk that? to any of the scientists privately yes. who wrote the opinion? You did. Well, what were they telling you privately? Well, well, let me explain. You know you're going back to that original discussion when I brought together a group of people to look at every possibility with an open mind. So you, not only are you distorting it, you were completely turning it around as Were most you of the scientists do. that came to you privately. Did they- oh, I don't know what just happened. Oh, good. Sorry, Twitter has a dumb video thing, and it's it's really. Just, I, I see that. It's, it's, it keeps, wants you to actually see Rich Phillips. I, I do not want to see Rich Phillips attacks on at me all. that have absolutely no relevance. To reality. Do you think anybody has had more influence let, over let our me response finish. to this than you? Okay, so they argue and bitch and moan at each other for a little bit here. Yeah, can I just? Yeah, we're gonna go right to the tweet. Maybe that'll help. So they bitch and moan at each other for a little bit. You got to get to the part where Fauci, like, he's been ready for Rand Paul like all day. Right. He's like, I'm ready. I'm gonna nail this son of a bitch right here. Okay. Do this. So go to Rand Paul website and you see fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says. And by the way, this has been memed into history, which is like 
you went right. out and Especially... you, you printed out fire Dr. Fauci on a paper and now it's like <laughs> uh, you don't think people are going to meme that and just like even Fauci says to do this <laughs> jokes, <laughs> the jokes really write themselves they really write themselves so he, he writes this whole thing and uh, contribute here you can do five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars a hundred dollars so you are making a catastrophic like epidemic for your political gain so the you only have thing politically that, the only attacked thing your can... colleagues oh, and in a politi- I, I, I totally oh, we'll we'll fucking stop this one uh, this other part where he talks about how like there was a guy, you know, he's saying all these lies about me. I don't know why he sounds kind of Jewish and Italian all at the same time. He's wow, he's let's te- look him up here on uh like he, he is Italian. He has to be Italian, but he's, he's from te- Brooklyn. He's telling all these That's also where Bernie Sanders is from. He's telling all these lies about me. And then there's this guy who drove to Washington DC and he was gonna kill me. He had guns and all this stuff, and he's telling all these lies about me. And it's and it's like, do you know who you're talking to? This is Rand Paul. He was literally shot at on a softball field. He was he was beaten by his neighbor for uh I don't even know what for. I was just fucking pissed at him. And he was he was like, uh, what was that? Uh that was the RNC thing where they uh, they were out at the thing Majigger and they were walking out. And these people were like harassing him and his wife as they were going out. Like these, mm-hmm. like like Rand Paul deals with this shit all the time. So excuse me, Fauci, if I don't feel the sympathy for oh my god, people are mean to you because you have this you know view. I don't really know, but. Yeah, so Fauci comes out and is like, well, he, he's making money off saying I'm fired. I, I don't have the video for it, but I was kind of like, oh, but it kind of stops because they're all like, oh, okay, time's up, blah, 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 blah. No one's allowed to talk anymore. And so I kind of wanted to be like, hey, yeah, yeah, Rand, what do you think about that? And he goes, he was on an internet interview. So like, what do you respond to Fauci when he's talking about how you're making money off of putting fire Fauci on your website? And he goes, I hope I make tons of money. I'm going to tell everyone, I'm not pulling any punches. I donate to me right now and I will make sure in my best power to make sure that F- that Fauci is fired and mostly and he really he's like wants to lock he wants to lock Fauci up cuz he believes that he lied. Mm-hmm. About things under oath. Under yeah. oath. And I really, uh, I think maybe that's a little strong. I think maybe, I think probably. I, are you accusing me of perjury? <laughs> are you excusing me of lies? I don't know. Why. I want to go into Woody Allen. Oh, what do you think I'm doing? I don't. I, don't, I just. I don't. Uh. <laughs> what do you think I did? You think I started the uh, coronavirus? Oh, I surely know what you think. Why do you think that? <laughs> He's Italian, by the way. He's not Jewish. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad we put this on the hour part of the episode where no one listens. So we can basically say whatever we want. I always put all the bad things all at the end. <laughs> so no one listens. Oh, my God. Uh, 
Let me uh, let me end this with the ticket. Uh, I got a little heat this week oh. about my ticket HSOs, and I would like to uh, address those to end. Do we need to hold a press conference? Yeah, let's start <laughs> up right now. I will take questions at the end only. Okay, only at the end. But let me address this because I I wrote a I wrote a tweet that really could cut fire because only for the sheer fact that I I have some friends. In the radio biz. Right. Quote unquote friends. I, I, they're not really friends. They're like acquaintances, but you know. Some of them I have their cell phone numbers. Uh, so I always feel like if I have your cell phone number, oh. we're friends somewhat. Um, but I wrote a tweet. I don't know what it was, like Monday or Tuesday or whatever day it was. And I basically wrote out because I had. I'd listened to like an entire morning of the musers and it was fucking awful. Like from eight forty till 10, it was fucking awful. I hated it. Right. I didn't like any bit of it. And it's not like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think I skipped through the eight forty bit, which I usually did anyways. Unless it was like uh, Randy Cody or I'm trying to think what other ones I would listen to. Maybe like Tiger Woods. I listen to Tiger Woods. My dad. My dad Earl. My dad. My dad Earl. So I, I just listened to it. And I was I'm like, user. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but it's just like I, I didn't like it. I mean, it was just my opinion. And that's all it was. It was really just as plain as that. I just, I didn't enjoy it. You know, I wasn't saying don't listen. I wasn't saying, um, I don't know what it is, but I think it's just tough in a sense of like actually like being in radio right now has to be so tough. Yeah. Just because like, the amount of saturation of the market. I mean, like, like I know this sounds inflated. Like, you know, technically this podcast competes with the ticket and other sports radio technically, because you can listen to this any part of your day. If you're like, Oh, Oh, Norm's on. Well, I don't have anything else to listen to. Oh, Oh, Brad just put out a new podcast. So I guess I can listen to that. So technically, Right. Our, our stupid, dumb podcast that's barely listening to anybody can still compete. And if you just have a halfway decent podcast, you can compete. Okay? So it's hard. So right. if you have one bad segment, like a segment where I'm like, it's a turnoff, it's going to be hard for me to turn that thing back on. Right. Like, wouldn't you agree? Like, you in radio right now, you've got to kill it for every segment, every right. fifteen or some odd segment. You've got to kill it, and you can't just do okay. You got to really do well, you know. And and that's that's tough, and that's and it's hard for me, man. I, for some people that don't know, man, I used to listen to the ticket all day, 
like religiously, like religiously five, five thirty in the morning. Cause I actually had a job where I had to like wake up super early in the morning and you wake up super early in the morning. You listen to it all day long. I can listen to fucking norm. I picks the poll was like one of my favorite segments. Like, so just in the background of like, yeah, this is what I would listen to. Right. You know? And now it's just like, I don't know. I could probably just not listen to this. And if I miss something, eh, it's not a big deal. Like, it's not even like direct program. Like, I have to listen to this. Like, I have to listen to what they talk about on this. And on the other hand, it's because of me. It's because I've changed, too. Right. Which people can attest to this because... Ask me about sports. I tell you, I like some some sports, but I don't I don't follow anything anymore, and that's kind of my problem. Not really. I don't know if anybody else has stopped watching as much sports, so that might be my problem. But I listen to other people who I become friends with through the ticket who don't listen to ticket as much. They don't. They either listen to podcasts or that's, I don't know, they just stopped listening. You know, I don't know any of that like switched over to like 105.3. Like I think 105.3 is like a totally different animal. Like those people, I wasn't really talking about 105.3. Like they have their own fan base and they do have a fan base. Because I've gone to road shows for 105.3 fan and it's like they have people that listen to this shit, you know. And it's just a different crew than what the ticket brings out. But I've been to, I don't know, man. It, it's weird because I, I went to a I went to a road show for the Hardline over at the Texas Live, and I was like, oh man, there's gonna be so many people there. I went there. It was me. That was it. You know. So it made me think for a second. I'm like, did they just not like advertise this at all, or right? Like, why is no one here? Like, it used to be like, I'd be driving down the road, and I heard, I remember I was in like, driving through North Western Hills, and they were, at, and the hard line was at Boomer Jacks. And then I called my wife right away. I was like, hey, the hard line's at Boomer Jacks. I'm just going to pull in, just have a couple beers, and then I'm going to leave. I'm going to go, and I'll head back home. And she's like, okay. And then I would just go watch the hard line do radio, you know, those type of things would happen. And so, you know, I, I just worry about like, where is the radio, where is radio going these days? And right. I think, I think it's just fucking hard. And again, it's me, it's me changing as far as what I want to listen to. It's the industry itself of like, there's more things to listen to. Like there's tons of podcasts. There's tons of things that to listen to than just the radio. So if you fuck up on All the right. radio, they're not going to fucking listen anymore. And I also think here's another issue that I see is that radio hosts are terrified right now. Utterly terrified to say anything remotely controversial remotely right. on the line really 
So what it turns into is just bland radio where you just, you know, you're not really saying anything like, whoa, I can't believe he said that. Like, when do you think that's happened? You know? Yeah, I mean, to that point, I mean, I think it's much safer to, you know, for your friend in the radio business who, you know, suggested that the 49ers name might be racist <laughs> yeah. and needs to be canceled than it is to, I Man. think, kind of defend, you know, keeping those nicknames. Oh, I, and I'm not saying you got to do that, but maybe but, thinking maybe extraterrestrial space travel is maybe not for you. Right. And maybe say that in a different way. Right. Like, you wouldn't be able to say that. You can't say, yeah, you can't say it's... (laughs) (laughs) You can't say it's SG or anything. So it's like... So when you're listening to it and you go, okay, well, that's fucking... You can't have a segment where you're talking about, you know, men doing certain innocuous things and then asking if that's, you know... (laughs) (laughs) If it's... Or or not. Or whatever. Blank or not blank. (laughs) Blank or not blank. So it's like... Or you can come over to a podcast and it's just like... Jacob and Brad and Brandon and they're just fucking talking all kinds of crazy shit. And you're like, oh, okay. That's interesting. That's shit that you don't really hear. And I think what's halfway cool about what this podcast used to be when we had guests on, like we don't really have guests on as much, where it's like, hey, man, you can have so-and-so on and maybe they talk a little bit more. But really, they can't. Like... Even on this dumb podcast, like literally, no one's going to listen. Like, right? Like, like Dan came on, and I was like, I, I, I loved having Dan on, and he said some crazy shit, and I was like, really? Who gives a shit? Like, no one's gonna listen, you know? And it's just like, um, so that also is a, and that's a problem where I'm like, I'm not mad at anybody, like. You can't say crazy shit on on terrestrial radio, so it's like, what are you? Right. Gonna, it's like, what are you gonna do? So it's just, it's kind of just like, I, I'm, I wasn't like <laughs> shitting on anybody, going like, fucking radio sucks now. It's just like, I, I'm listening and I'm going, radio is just not what it used to be. It's not good, and I, I'm just saying, it's not, it's not anything I care to listen to. So I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on, on the, I actually do because believe it or not, I was, uh, I guess today's the anniversary of the air Florida crash. The uh, one that, uh, crashed from, uh, I think Reagan national where they, the wings were iced over. So they barely got off the ground before crashing the Potomac. And I think it killed like 70 people. It was 1982, so I think this was been the uh, 40th, 40 year anniversary of it. But I was reading a Wikipedia article about that, and there's this little blurb in there that says, "Shock Jock Howard Stern, who I don't know, remember what radio station he was working for, but he said like it said in there that the day <laughs> after he actually called the uh, Air Florida ticketing office to see if they had any." Uh, <laughs> tickets to go to the seventh street bridge or whatever bridge it was that the plane crashed into in washington yeah and that's something something howard stern would obviously never do now 
and there's not actually something that I don't think any radio host would ever would do now. No, not at all. They wouldn't even touch it with a ten foot pole. No, no, no. <laughs> Howard Stern's like yelling at Oprah because he had a she had a party with not enough mask on. Like right. Howard Stern's just like a total shell of himself now too. It's just he like is. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. It's 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 and I don't get. I'm not trying to like. I even had like skin. Uh, which, by the way, let me. Uh, uh, I hope skin gets better. I heard that he has right. uh, a little cancer scare, and I um I reached out to him. He's he's um, right. We're not going to be like you know those those other people that oh <laughs> you know somebody I don't like actually has you know something that could be life threatening. Well, no, yeah, I was, we're not going to do that. We I was don't ad- do that here. I was actually like I was really really sad when I heard that, and um you know skin's actually really well, really I mean good cancers. Guy. Uh, cancer is a scary word to hear, especially you know, no age. matter what age you are. Especially and that's at that just... age, I, I just I, I I'm terrified of it. And especially I don't I don't even think skin's fifty, so it, yeah, it's it's terrifying. But um, you know, skin was kind yeah. of we're thinking of you, skin. We're pulling for you. Yeah, we are, we are. But skin was even defending his show, and I was right. He should. You know, I was like, but I have to admit, I'm like. You know what, Skin? I hope y'all are doing the best show that y'all can. And I just don't listen to it. And I don't know what yeah. it is. And maybe it's not for me. And it's like not a big deal. Like maybe shit's not for yeah. me. And like I'm I don't think that they're doing shitty radio, but maybe they're just not doing radio that I would particularly care for. Well, one criticism that I have lobbed in the direction of uh George Dunham, and this is long before he uh, blocked me. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm gonna say, did you talk something about oil rigs or whatever? Like, uh, I think I get blocked for uh, saying something about burnoffs and oil. No, mine that. was uh, whoever that red dirt country artist was oh, who God. was. What a dumb thing to um, block for too. The one that was like drunk off of her ass. Oh yes, yes, yes. Killed yes. the sixteen-year-old, uh, and that's. You know, I, I just asked George because, you know, he had Jub Jam coming up. I was saying, any proceeds going to go to the, uh, the young girl? Was anything ever actually done about that? And not only did he never answer me, he blocked me, but which is his right. It's his, his account. He can do what he wants. But long no, ago, no, no, I no, once no, tweeted I'm, at I'm George. Say, and no, no, said, no, no, no. I'm going to say right now, bitch move. Bitch move. I don't like that. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Bitch move. I once accused him of, of mailing it in. And he oh, said, dude, God. I haven't been mailing it in for, you know, I've brought it, you know, every morning that I've come on the air for, you know, 20 some odd years. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But it was like, <laughs> but I would say also like they have kind of melded in eventually. Like they're just like, they look at their, you know, ratings and it's like, and now I obviously feel like ratings. That, are... That's the thing is that they look at their ratings and, you know, this, this show itself has gone stale. Yeah. But as long as they keep pulling in ratings, there's no incentive to, it's like what I've always said about NFL officiating. There's no incentive for the NFL to change or to improve its officiating because you're going to watch no matter what. Exactly. Okay? There's still a 12 to $13 billion enterprise why invest any money into your officiating if you don't have to, or any part of your enterprise if you don't have to? 
No. If it's not broke, you don't fix it. <laughs> exactly. And I think um yeah, man, it's hard it's hard to be hungry when you're uh, when you're so full and you have a bunch right. of old guys. I mean, I hate to say it, fucking old guys now. Like there's They are. What is the medium age right now for radio hosts? It has to be like 52. Well, I mean, when when Reiner retired two years ago, it was a big deal because you had to think back of, you know, when was the last time that, you know, you had a opening. A change, yeah. And, okay, you know, you had Donovan moving from, you know, the bad radio to To the Normandy invasion. But before that, literally, it was when I think Chris Arnold retired and they brought in Norm in 2000. Yeah, but also, I mean, if talking about like change yeah, yeah and then of course you know grego and, and yeah with grego. But, but it's just like i mean it's just hard to be like like okay i, I kind of brushly talk shit about jake but i i really think it was the guy who's like still pretty hungry is Jake. Like he really wants to make good radio. And I feel like also Dan does. I think Dan does too. I don't, well, to your point, I I think Jake really actually does believe the things that he says. And that if he thinks that, you know, the 49ers nickname needs to be canceled, he's saying that not just because he's throwing shit out there. He actually does believe that. No, no, no. Okay. I I will say he did not say that. He was just referencing a story. He, He obviously said, there's no way that they, the 49ers would be canceled. No one would even go around with that, but right. he's just referencing a story where you could go, Hey, look, you could cancel the 49ers. And it's like, well, that's ridiculous, but cool story, bro. <laughs> but, right. but you also, and again, I'm, I'm talking shit about him, but I'm also going to give him a compliment. That guy knows a shit about, you know, you know, analytics and sports and yes. uh, football uh, I mean, really, it's, I think it probably ends with football, basketball. Like, he He's the reason why you tune in to the Dallas Cowboys postgame show. No think, offense to Donovan. That's good. That's good. But I do enjoy, because of his, uh, you know, he is in on analytics, so you want to hear, you know, what he thinks about this or that, about what personal groupings the Cowboys are using, what their tendencies are. Yeah, but, I mean, I've even heard from some people, it's like, you know Bob's into sports. I mean, Bob right. is the best out of anybody at that that station. He is the yes. best, like the top gym at that station. I know it used right. to be Gordo, it used to be Moran or blah blah blah, but right now it's Bob Sturm. Right now, Bob Sturm is right. the the gym at that station, and you know he's trying. Right. But when you listen, to also it's like. You think Danny Bayless? You think you think fucking Corby is really paying attention? Like, eh, they're just gonna let Bob kind of do all the rest of the hard work, and then they're just gonna kind of phone it in at the end of it. Because right. I'm telling you, I, I, I that is a feel that a lot of people get from them. Where it's like, Bob's obviously Bob doesn't need to phone anything, and he he's no. full bore on anything that he's gonna do, and he's he's fucking best best at it best in the game that's yeah. why it was like uh, uh, they were like the eagles like when he they were like the eagles will, whenever they were like what are we gonna do here and it's like well we're the eagles we have fucking 
Uh, I forgot his name already. Oh my god, why did I just blank on his name? Uh, the drummer. Um, it's not Glenn Fry. It's the other guy. No. Um, but basically they're just like, huh? I don't even know who they're. You're not talking about Don Henley. Yeah, Don Henley. Yeah. Jesus. But the the Eagles were like, (laughs) "What do we have? This and this and that." But it's like, whatever, man. We're 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 the we have Don Henley. We don't need anything. And that's what the ticket has. The ticket has Bob Sturm, and it's like. That's the dude. You have a creative genius in the band, and then just everybody just kind of falls behind. Exactly. You just fall in line to Don Henley. You just fall in line to Bob Sturm. And this is like, that's it. Okay. But at the end of the day, though, you know, it's just, how do you, can you keep my interest? And years ago, they could. Now, it's really hard, man. Again, I'm distracted by other podcasts. And also, my sports fandom has has uh, waned quite a, quite yeah. a bit. So, I don't know. Uh, let's end with. Do you have anything else on that to to add or whatever about that? Not really. I mean, I'll just say this: is that I really do hope the Cowboys win on Sunday because <laughs> you know San Francisco is such a run heavy team that if they do win, then. You know, if you hate the musers talking so much about how <laughs> you know you need to run the ball, you need to run the ball. You, yeah. My God, if Forty Niners win and, and then by the running season, by running the ball and it's just gonna oh yeah, you're Lord. never gonna hear the end of it. We should have ran the ball all the way into, times to start uh, the game. All the way into uh, August when uh, camp comes back up. So, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I don't know. Well, uh, no, uh, as I was going to say, uh, win or lose, you should probably not care, though. Right. Like, there's a lot of people who are <laughs> like, do they, the Cowboys lose on Saturday? It, should, it shouldn't be life or death. The, I mean, listen, I want the Cowboys to win. I, I would like them to at least get the NFC Championship game because it's been a long time. Here, but at the end, it's I'm not in control of any of that. No, I... I I'm not gonna break my TV because they didn't. Oh my win. god! Yeah, I love watching break my TVs after a game show. <laughs> yeah. Or what? <sighs> Can you hear the kids screaming in the background? I love flat screens, man. We never could do. It was really hard to do that when those big old TVs back in the day. Uh, so let's end with so the the viral video that happened over at the uh, city hall. How come right. no one showed me that entire video? I don't know. We just figured you knew. Uh, well, apparently, so I never understood these whole open mic. So in the morning, they have the microphone is open to all citizens of Dallas, I guess. Right. So they open. So I'm mic- guessing this probably isn't like open night at like the record. Yeah, that, it really it. feels like it. Like just like <laughs> come on up, just tell us your favorite jokes, and let's move on. But like, not only is it just like, oh, anybody can come up, but all like the mayor, all the city council, everybody has to sit there and fucking listen to this bullshit. So this is the first guy that comes up at 9.34 a.m. Y'all hear me on this? My good? Hey, you seen this part? I haven't. Okay. All right, so. I'm going to actually say I pre-listened to this. This guy's funnier than the other one. Well, first, I want to ask y'all why this thing's so early in the morning. I had to wake up 
I was up all night gaming. I had just leveled up though, so it was worth it. Okay. For the audio listeners, not listening to and not watching the live feed on Twitch. Uh this is a white man. You have a Twitch feed? <laughs> no. You're just now telling me about that? <laughs> no. Uh no. Uh I'm I'm bullshit on that. But this is a white man. But we're gonna end on But I wanna say this. Uh just wanna give a quick shout out to the Bay Area. I'm from East Oakland. And before I start, you feel me? I just wanna vo- I wanna voice this complaint, you feel me? That uh Joe Joe Bitten he had promised the stimulus. <laughs> and I'm bent right now because, you know what I'm saying, he was fit me, finna hit me with that stimulus, and I was excited. And, uh, shoot, I need help. I need help get my paper up this year. And the only thing that might save me is tax season, which is the only time of the year that I claim my kids. <laughs> Y'all know my kids. <laughs> I got 12. So y'all don't know I play around here. So hold up. Shoot. Lost my spot. So I'm going to say, other than that, they just an inconvenience to me, myself, and I. Because I want to do stuff, you feel me? Kids don't let me do stuff. Now, y'all might not think this is a big deal. But if you knew all the problems I had. Okay, so we got to admit, like, you, everybody got that viral video of the guy rapping and doing the whole dumb shit about, you know, vaccination blah, blah, right. blah, and spraying Purell all over himself. This guy's way funnier. I don't know why this didn't go viral. I don't know either, but yeah. I mean, he mentioned hey. Joe Bidden. Joe Bidden? <laughs> Let's go, Brent. I love that you have that. My, uh, yeah, one of my, uh, my, my sister in law bought me that. Oh, I bet you're going to wear that uh, at Walmart I'm later. Not. Because I ain't had no more stimulus in 2021, you would change your mind, you feel? So let me tell y'all, because I didn't get no more stimulus, I couldn't play no PlayStation Online mode, which is pretty much, you know, what my life other than that is sleeping, you feel me? And I couldn't buy no more new games, such as Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy, Call of Duty Vanguard, you feel me? Which on top of that, the new PS5 been out over a year now. And I even caught one yet, you feel me? Because they all sold out up in the store. And then on top of that, even worse, I couldn't even get the new Jordan 11s, you feel me? I still got some uh, Jordan 10s on. So I'll be getting made fun of when I'm up in the hood. And all because y'all ain't want to give me no stimulus because Joe Biden a liar. And uh, people be coming up saying... I need a job, you feel me? And I. Oh, by the way, <laughs> you can't see it. Well, underneath there, there's a time limit. So, time limit's coming here. So, he's at 39 seconds and counting. See, so. I ain't trying to hear nobody tell me what to do, you feel me? I can't be working and stuff. Because last <laughs> time I had a job, I was working up in the Taco Bell in Berkeley, and the manager tell me, hey, Brian, it's closing time. We got to start. Mopping the floors, getting ready and stuff, you feel me? So I start throwing hands with him because he on some racist <laughs> stuff, talking about, uh-uh, you feel? <laughs> so I was like, nah, I ain't going to do that. But, yeah, I need to do something about this stimulus, you feel me? Give me some stimulus. Before I go, you know what I'm saying, I see her over there. You know what I'm saying? If you come back with me after this, you ain't got to cook, clean, do nothing. 
You feel me? But yeah, Good shout out DB Stokeland, uh, Instagram promos, White you. Boy Entertainment. So you see that? That's the fucking, <laughs> the fucking <laughs> mayor. The mayor? That's the mayor. He has to fucking sit through all this shit. He has to sit here and listen to these. That's fucking... what he signed up for. I know, but this is this is. You see that look in his eye. You see that I look. Just wonder at... if, if if does New York have uh, open mic like that? I don't know. That'd be a good. Uh, that's a good question. Chicago. But you just like look at his face where he's just like, "What the fuck did I sign myself up for? I wanted to be the fucking mayor of Dallas, and this is gonna be great." It's like, no, you have to wake your ass up in the early in the morning, go fucking sit around a goofy open mic night over at the fucking city hall. Everyone's there. It is funny. Like, how many people sit on a city council for a city that big? It looks like there's like 10 people. I know for like smaller cities, it's like a five people's whatever city council, but. But yeah, I know uh old boy dancing and being goofy guy made the made the rounds. My name's Alex Stein. I'm here and not playing, but I had a song. Nature DNA vaccine created by the CIA. Vaccinate your body. I don't even want to fucking play him. He's fucking gay. I don't like him. All right. I think we've hit enough and talked enough shit for the night. Brandon, thank you. Late night. You bet. I think we got a... Is today your Friday? Or is it just... No. Tomorrow's my Friday. Tomorrow, tomorrow is the Friday, which is Friday. And well, today is Friday because it's already Friday.